0: Today's Dose of Yay is brought to you by Low Bros Kombucha, who are calling on all Aussies to
1: reboot or reboot their health and lifestyle post-pandemic with healthy habits. I felt like I was completely lost and off track and I'd give myself anxiety and have these panic attacks, but really it was all falling into place. So if there's any advice I can give, it's let it fall into place and take the lessons that you're meant to take from each piece of your journey. And that's when I learned, you know what? No, I'm not doing this to myself anymore. I'm loving myself. I'm nurturing myself. I'm supporting myself through my failures and I'm accepting me. Flaws and all. I think accountability, personal accountability for anything you want to do in life is so important. Welcome to the Seize the Yay podcast.
0: Hello, lovely neighborhood. I'm so excited about today's guest. If you follow me, you'll already know how much I admire her talents. And if you follow her, those talents will need absolutely no introduction. On the off chance you don't, however, you've still probably seen her work without realising it, draped on some of the nation's biggest names. Although to be fair, she is in her own right, one of the nation's biggest names and an absolute icon of style. Even if you do already know of Effie Katz, I'm honoured to share a bit more about the wonderful woman behind the immaculately polished exterior. Although you'd never expect it, we have bonded many a time over the crushing weight of imposter syndrome, perceived failure and burnout. And yet she is one of the most successful, hardworking, trailblazing women in the business, shaping our perception of style with her eponymous made to measure label Effie Katz, and it's ready to wear sister base brand. I love that Effie learnt the trade in her family's workroom alongside her father and grandmother who have over 40 years of experience in the industry, which you'll hear all about in the episode. You may also know of Effie from her first business, Zachary Label, which she launched at just 23 years old and which has a story of its own with so many themes we love to talk about on the show. I love knowing this woman and I loved getting to know a little bit more about all the steps in between that I had no idea existed, which you know is my favourite part of going through people's path, yay. And if you don't have Effie Cats or base in your wardrobe, get on that stat. Links are in the show notes and I hope you guys enjoy as much as I did. Effie Cats, welcome to Seize the Yay.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here.
0: <laughs> I do not know how It has taken me this long to have you on the show. You know I have admired you for so many years. Totally look up to you. Love you to death. You're amazing. It is such an honour to have you. Well, the feeling's mutual. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Before we get into your story, Mm -hmm. one of the things I think is so important and I love to kick off the show with is just to ask everyone what the most down-to-earth thing is about them, and particularly for someone like yourself who has such a big very immaculate social media and media Mm. presence. You are one of Australia's most beloved names in fashion, an absolute icon of style. But it's easy to forget that behind the scenes you're a totally normal person who has very relatable down-to-earth breakdowns all the time, which is what we bond over
1: all of the time. (laughs) All the time, yes.
0: (laughs) What's the most down-to-earth thing about you? I think I can
1: never match my socks. No way! Never match my socks. Now I've the got one white sock on and one black sock on right Stop now. Stop it! Never match my socks or bras and undies for that matter. No. Never. never, never, never.
0: I would have thought that you were just relentlessly coordinated. Well,
1: considering I am pretty OCD with a lot of things, I don't, I don't match. What's going on underneath? That do, do, do. shocks me.
0: Yep. Shocks me, but makes me feel so much better.
1: I don't know why that was the first thing that just came to my head, but yeah. I love no that. matching socks. Or uh, underwear.
0: You've blown me away. Mm-hmm. I seriously, every time I see you, I'm like, you are so immaculately put together. Like the nails match the bag, matches the blazer, matches the undies. Like what? Can I
1: just say as well that my favorite, favorite undies are from Big W. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a granny undie girl, No, sure. no, no. I'm not a granny undie girl. No, oh, no, damn no, Not it. that far.
0: <laughs> Babe, I was about to really bond <laughs> with you over my granny undies. What granny undies? I, know, I didn't say that. You know the five-pack g strings? Yes. The cotton ones from
1: like Big W? Yes. Yeah.
0: They're my OG. Stop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole of Australia feels better yeah. about
1: themselves I'm now and them their right lingerie. <laughs> but they are, they're actually like, <laughs> I choose those. Like, yeah. you could give me lacy underwear from like Asian Provocateur and I'd be like, no, give me my. I want my big dubs. Yeah, my my five pack. Thank Your you. Your five pack, <laughs> babe. Such good value. <laughs> such good value. Totally. Affordable lingerie. I th- <laughs> I try get the neutral pack, <laughs> yeah. you know, because the crazy patterns are not really my jam, but, you know, but they're always sold out in my size. Oh, so. man, I get what can, I get. I get what I get. Lady of the people, you are the every woman
0: <laughs> right now. I love this. So underneath all of your incredible fashion week, big immaculate w jocks. outfits are big W jocks. Yeah. This makes me extraordinarily happy. <laughs> I am a granny undie girl, but if I have to not be granny undie because the outfit requires it, it's minor cotton on
1: body, you like know the I'm four not? pack, the seamless ones. I can't do the granny undies because... I not- always get wedgies. <laughs> and then I'm picking them out and I'm out and I'm like, nah. Just gesturing are- as soon as it's up there, you forget it's up there. You're
0: right. They are wedgie <laughs> prone. They are wedgie prone. This it's it's difficult. It's a, it's hard being a girl.
1: It is. It is hard being a girl. There's just so much on. I mean, I love that. What a great way to start. There you go. Big W. Thank you. What a great (laughs) five pack. Not even sponsored, just good. I shouldn't (laughs) be putting this out there because now they're gonna be even less available to me.
0: So do you end up with the floral ones because that's all that's available?
1: Yep. I think right now I have like navy blue polka dot ones.
0: James is a lucky man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My sister's all about the sexy lingerie and she's like F.
0: Nah. Do you know, I always think, you know, some people like on Valentine's Day, they're like, mm. oh, I've got my little nurse outfit. Nick would laugh at me. Yeah. He would, be, he'd, he'd just be like, what the fuck
1: are you wearing? Because I'm like the least sexy person. Yeah. <laughs> so if I put him on, James would be like, what oh, are what you doing? doing? Like, what, what, what are you trying to do <laughs> I know. Wait, Babe,
0: what, what's going on? Well, what is this? You exist. didn't I'm quite so, hit yeah. the mark there. <laughs> Oh, my God, we're the worst. Literally, literally. Oh, my gosh. Well, this is why I love you so much. Behind the scenes, you are (laughs) so normal and amazing. And then just pull it together in the most, I mean, vogue level, constantly vogue level worthy just like totally coordinated head to toe, not a hair out of place. You are just so incredible. But I love that behind the scenes, you're so normal. <laughs> so, one thing that I love doing on the show, as you probably know, is going through everyone's way TA, which is, you know, reminding everyone of the idea that if people walk into your life right now in the chapter you're in where, again, everything is immaculate. You're at fashion week, you're Mm -hmm. headlining shows, you know, you're at these amazing events, you're bringing out incredible, you know, you're shaping our style with everything that you do. I was looking at the green colour thing. You're literally influencing the whole nation with the colours you choose and the shapes that you make and your incredible tailoring. But It's easy to assume that you woke up there, that you always were going to, you know, take this pathway, that it came easily, that it was an overnight success and everything went to plan. But I think one of the most important things in humanizing anyone who we know, whose kind of glossy exterior we see all the time, is to go back to the very beginning and remember – Firstly, you started out as a child once who was a blank Mm. slate who had no idea what you were going to do, but that there have been many setbacks and... So many. Bumps. (laughs) Yeah, big bumps. More than anything else, I'd say. Right, like big Uh, bumps in the road. So can you take us back to, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, your younger self, the very beginning, what were you like as a child? What did you originally want to be?
1: So as a kid, I was really extroverted, but I was also... Super introspective. So, like, I was loud, I was out there and, you know, I was a tomboy with how I dressed, real tomboy. So really? I was like, you know, my army, like cargo pants, are had the Spice Girl platform heels with the bubble. <gasps> do you remember that? I do. I wish yeah. I didn't
0: throw mine out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 90s this is, is so back in a big 90s way. 90s is really bad. You have
0: brought back 90s yeah. sunnies in a big way, I'm just saying. Do you know what
1: is funny? I was just saying to James, actually, while we were in Bali... The last time I was there, I bought a pair of those off the side of the road Oakleys. Yeah. Remember, you know, the, um, yep. the cheapies at those stores Absolutely. on the side of the road.
0: Where the O wasn't quite the same uh, yeah, shape.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And my friend, this was like 2017, so before Kim ever wore them, like I bought them and my friend was like, why are you wearing those? And I was like, mate, these are freaking cool. Yeah. And I'm telling you now, they're going to come in in a big way. And lo and behold, they did.
0: Are they the ones you've been wearing?
1: Yeah. So, Okay. I do have one pair of Batagas that I love. <laughs> You've got the James's cool ones. friend was like, Are they
0: from a server? I was like, No, <laughs> they're
1: not. No, honey, not But quite. My other ones, all the, my other pairs are from RSEA tradie Shop. No! RSEA, way. 15 bucks. Yes. Stop and they it. Have all colors, lots of different shapes they are amazing, 15 bucks. RSEA is legit yeah. where my brother gets his yeah. trading clothes. RSEA, RSEA. That's where you mm-hmm. get your. So amazing, my my the red sunnies? ones that I wore to Fashion Week that went with my dress. Yeah. RCA Don't. Mm-hmm. That in big
0: W undies. You I are know. all about the contrast. Yes. I'm a
1: thrifty gal. <laughs> thrifty. On a
0: boujee. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So introspective, yes. but extroverted. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: was. So I kept a journal.
0: Okay. And my so journal was like, sweet.
1: Yeah. So in my younger years, I did get bullied, which yeah. was not a great experience. Mm. And because I didn't have all too many friends, because I moved schools, right? So it was yeah, grade okay. six, it was like, The last term of grade six. So everyone's made their friends. They're on their way out. They don't really have room for new friends. Yeah. So, yeah. So for that, no, sorry, not the last. It was the first term of grade six.
0: You moved in grade six.
1: Yeah. Moved in grade six. Yes. Yes. Had some family stuff going on. And that was really hard for me, obviously, on that level. But then going to a school, where I had no friends, everyone's already established their groups. Mm. No one was really interested. Also, it was a completely different demographic. Yeah. So it was really rough, the yeah. school that I was going to and I was bullied and I had no friends and I wasn't used to having no friends. And that period really shaped me personally. So I, I started journaling and my journal was my friend.
0: Oh, <laughs> Effie. oh my God, little Effie, yeah, dear little Effie. diary. Yeah.
1: Um, <gasps> What yes.
0: Love. See, even that in itself is something that I think a lot of people just couldn't imagine being part of your life, being yeah. bullied or being on the outer because you're so, you know, coveted and celebrated now. Yeah. And it's but I think sometimes the strength that you get that then helped you face, as we will talk about, some pretty totally. big setbacks afterwards, mm-hmm. that strength probably started from those formative years. Completely.
1: It really shaped me. I always, always like every interaction that I have with people. I'm so conscious of it. Yeah. So like whether I'm at the service station or, buy you know, sunnies. I'm, I'm at a, re- yeah, my sunnies. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, where, wherever I am, I always want to leave people better than I found them. I right? love that. Because I know what it feels like to yeah. feel so shit. So, um, say shit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, babe. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it I guess, it gave me that sense of empathy yeah and then on the flip side I guess it did create this thing in me where because it was quite a traumatic experience I guess I went into high school being like I'm lucky if I have friends yeah you know so it created a thing in me where I almost became a bit of a people pleaser
0: oh yeah. What does that mean? I've right. never right. heard of that oh, term yeah. before. That's new. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, not familiar at all. No, not,
1: not at all. So the trauma of that experience created that where I was like, well, I'm lucky to have friends so I must keep them happy. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Isn't it so yeah. interesting how many patterns mm. in adulthood can, you can trace directly back to something that happened in your like kind of totally. formative childhood And years? I think the
1: thing is I used to be really embarrassed of these, well, I guess traumas. But what I've realized is, one, it brings out these things in us that are actually incredible qualities. Like empathy and Mm. you know that sense of kindness and all of that. That is
0: so beautiful that I I do see like such a deep empathy in you and I think for an industry that many people often dismiss as quite superficial because it's about clothing and it's about what you wear on the exterior. Yeah. For you I've always noticed a real sense of excitement when you see someone's confidence transformation.
1: Yeah I think Clothes is a big thing for me and also social media because you've you've mentioned that my social media is very polished and it's polished because in ways, and I can say this now, I do struggle to share my vulnerability, Mm. especially on social media because I've had some comments, you know, some messages, you know, from people and I just like I immediately go into it like triggers childhood stuff and I'm just like, yeah. no, I can't show any vulnerability because I don't want to get those kinds of messages and yeah. that's it. I'm only going to show this Snippets. much. Snippets. Yeah, yeah, right? My highlight reel because, yeah.
0: Well, I'm so grateful that here you've yeah. already no, been yeah. so open. <laughs> well, I,
1: I do want people to know that because it's, I think there's so much more to the story, but yeah, social media is a really hard place to express that because people can be really mean and it's like, I think I'm learning how to process that and not let that affect me. Yeah, but I'm human as well, so it's always going to, you know, kind of rattle you a little yeah, bit. It's it a does. It, it does. It yeah, it's a weird world. It is a really
0: weird world, but that makes me even more grateful for not only the fact that every interaction we've had, we've always had such a, like, oh, my God, I'm such a clusterfuck today. Like, I'm yeah, such a mess yeah, of a human. Like, hi. Completely. <laughs> that, that's always been, like, you're always, you know, in real life, you share your vulnerability in person, person so yeah. openly. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I think that they're like, that's me and I'm not going to mm. not be who I am. But I do, I do really struggle to express that on social media because mm. – such a scary place. It is. It's
0: really hard. And I definitely want to get to that because I Mm. think we've come up in a time where our generation is probably the last generation that remembers their life without the internet, but then has had to adjust to living on it, totally, you know, permanently. Totally. But that also topics that are, you know, innate to women, but to everyone, like imposter syndrome and comparison, those things are probably... What's that? Yeah, (laughs) what do you mean? I think they're a lot more acute now that social Mm -hmm. media exists and that's a big part of the NATA conversation. But before we do get there, I do want to give people a bit more context of how you sort of built to where you are now, how you even, you know, got to the stage of having your business and your profile on social media. And now we see you with your eponymous label, Effie Cats, which is celebrated all over the nation and base brand. It's sort of ready to wear little sister Mm -mm. doing such amazing things. But, you know, you didn't start there. You've had big chapters that a lot of people probably don't know of before that. So I know your family has had businesses in fashion and I love how many Mm. skills you've learnt from, you know, the members of your family. But was it always fashion? Did you ever consider
1: anything else? Well, I actually studied photography. (gasps) No. Yes. (laughs) I studied photography. I knew I always wanted to be in fashion. Yeah. But I saw the struggles that my dad went through. He's a tailor. Right. And making clothes is really hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really, really hard, and I was like, "Okay, no, I don't want to go through that." So I developed this love for photography. Well, I used to, Vogue was like my escape, right? So this little girl in the suburbs, Aww. you know, I had my only connection <laughs> to the fashion world was Vogue. So yeah. I'd save up my money, buy Vogue, and I used to have a fashion journal. <laughs> Oh, my God. (gasps) And I would cut this out and I'd be like, this is the new Louis Vuitton campaign. (gasps) Scrapbooking. Starring Kate Moss. Stop. Shot by Mario Testino. So that's where I developed my love for photography. Photography, right? And they were all my idols, all the big photographers. So I went into my diploma of photography. I did that for two years, finished that. I started my bachelor and then I was like, oh, see, I'm the kind of person where like I'm a perfectionist. So if I'm going to do something, yeah, I will noticed. Be the best, I've yet. noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like
0: this needs to move one it's, millimeter. Yeah. I'm like, babe, it's fine. It's not fine. It's it's no, not fine. We yeah. need it. We need to fix no, that. No, no. And something will literally,
1: something like that, if it comes out wrong, will bother me for days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I hear that. It's a
1: blessing and a curse. It is a great quality. <laughs> 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 yes. So, but I get stuck with numbers. So I'm not a good numbers gal. Right. And there's obviously, you know, you aperture, your shutter behind. speed. You've got to, you know, set up the shot. And I was becoming so creatively stifled by the technical aspect that I was like I had this realisation where I was like, I'll never be the best at this because oh, i cannot be the best and i cannot be the best so <laughs> we must find something else
0: <laughs> i mean that alone now is like that's not the thing that i was going to lead into yeah. that i think that lots of people don't know that's a whole new thing that i hadn't even heard before yeah, and that's the thing about going mm. through people's lives in the chapters before they mm. really launch to remind everyone like people have false starts yeah. All the time. Totally, totally. So I dropped out. Mum was thrilled. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Especially like hard working ethnic yeah. parents.
1: Great. Yeah, love yeah. that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and my mum is a partner at a law firm. So <gasps> she is was she? like darling, you've got the skills. You could do arts at Melbourne. Why don't you just Give it a try. And I was like, it's just not me, mum. It's just not me. So that was the second time I disappointed her. Yep, love it. (laughs) And then I did public relations.
0: You didn't. I did. I didn't even last
1: the year. I was like, I think it was like my third assessment. I was like, you know, it was the middle of the night. It was due the next day. I was delirious. And I was like, oh. This ain't me. This isn't me. There was a wedding on at the time and I had been shopping and I was a broke uni student, yeah. could not afford this dress from Manning Cartel that I loved <gasps> and there was nothing between that and like. Cookai. Cook yeah. <laughs> I saw that. You were right. like the gap between the Manning gap. Cartel
0: and Cookai, Massive yeah. gaping hole.
1: Yeah, gaping it, hole. And, and at the time I was completely idolising like Tom Ford, like the Tom Ford for Gucci era. I don't know why, I was just obsessed with it at that time and I was just like I want to be... The Tom Ford of the everyday girl. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's be cool. But, but you have absolutely that, that gone was on what to I was do that. For. So yeah, just basically pieces that were elevated but affordable. Oh um, my gosh, and then Zachary was born.
0: There you go. See, mm. even like the whole idea that if you looked at your family background and saw that you know you had a family history in fashion and tailoring, and then saw mm. what you do now, everyone would just assume, oh, you went straight there, straight mm. line, done. Mm.
1: But like no. two
0: other degrees
1: before that, totally. and another business. Totally. And can I just say, like, for me, like, I'm like, I need to know where I'm going. I need to know what I'm doing. And when I was like flailing, I was, I say flailing. Yeah. Through that through that period. Babe, I flail I, completely. every day. Yeah, yeah. Love a flail. I was just like <laughs> I was like getting all stressed out like oh, where's my life going to go and I haven't got this worked out quite yet and, you know, it was like it was such a stressful time. Yeah. I was so hard on myself throughout that time because I was like, girl, get it together. Like, <laughs> mate, We're like 22 now. Like what are we doing? We are <laughs> old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are we doing? Remember when you thought you were <laughs> old at like 22? <laughs> it's like I'm getting old. Oh, my God. No, it was a baby. But yeah. whatever. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't have like one bit of Botox in my face, but thank you. I didn't mean it. Oh my God, that was remember great. that. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice.
0: Oh my gosh. It's so interesting. We are so hard on ourselves to have it all together. But now looking at where you've got to, it's like all those dots connect now. Mm. You had to go through all of that to get to the. Well,
1: it's funny because like, I used those skills from those. You know studies that I did. So like you know, I didn't have that much budget when I started out with my brand. So I would shoot all my You stuff. did the photography. Yeah, and the PR, retouch everything, and then I I knew how to yeah PR myself. See,
0: <laughs> it's all meant to be. I always think. The dots will always connect and you don't see it at the time. You can only do it in hindsight. So you just have to trust.
1: Exactly. That's a big thing I've learned in my journey because I felt like I was completely lost and off track and I'd give myself anxiety and have these panic attacks. Yeah, But really, it was all falling into place. So if there's any advice I can give anyone, it's let it fall into place and take the lessons that you're meant to take from each piece of your journey.
0: Oh, my God. That's my favorite. That's like the ultimate theme of CCA is that Mm -hmm. you never really know where it's going until... Especially Someday if you're it a control freak like yeah. me.
1: Just actually Just chill the fuck surrender out. to yeah. the, the Jenny.
0: Not completely, but, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 23-year-old Effie starts Zachary the label, mm. which I don't know how many. I can't even tell you how many people. The first time some of my friends from, like, high school saw me tagging you and stuff or hanging out with mm. you, they were like, <gasps> mm-hmm. Effie from Zachary. Like that was such a formative part of our growing up. It was. It was like the clubbing go-to. It was the clubbing (laughs) go-to. Oh, my God. So tell us about that chapter. Like you were so young and you'd started your own business in Mm. fashion Mm. and up against, you know, the Manning Cartels and the Cook Eye. Like what was that like? What was that chapter? That was five years.
1: I think because we had a product that was so unique, I identified a gap in the market and I went for it. And I think because there was that gap. Mm. and me you know as my consumer I was my consumer my friends were my consumer you know I knew exactly what we wanted and it just (gasps) took off like you know but on the flip side I had no idea how to run a business (laughs) (laughs) you were like
0: two years old so it's probably fine (laughs) and I had
1: no idea how to manufacture clothes so that was a bit of a problem um, <laughs> <laughs> for a closed business
0: owner, little bit of a hiccup.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, obviously I had some background cause my dad was a tailor, but stretch is a completely different beast. Yeah. So basically in short, I'm going to give you like crash course right now. Love it. Stretch fabric will stretch X amount. If the stitching does not stretch the same amount, there's a breaking point And that is what creates a faulty garment. So it has to be sewn in a particular way so that there is no breaking point. Right. Which a lot of machinists don't know. So for us, we, you know, we started small. We started local, and you know, we could sort of jump on issues and fix them. Mm. Then we started because we physically could not keep up with the demand here. So we moved production offshore
0: i can see like the trauma coming back to you we started in
1: thailand because that's where we produce our suits in bangkok oh amazing yeah Yeah, so we had our own office there set up and then we would sort of outsource work and so we started that i remember one time (laughs) my dad had gone to kind of clear some things up because they weren't sewing with the correct thread tension and he confused them and they produced half of our range with the fabric inside out.
0: Oh my gosh. Great. Amazing. <laughs> it's great.
1: Pretty much any- killing it. <laughs> killing it. We killing really were. It. it was great. Um any issue you could imagine that could arise, did arise. Yeah. And I literally learned how to make clothes on the go through mistakes and extremely costly ones at like that. That's oh, how I learned. But don't
0: you think that's the way everyone, like that's the best way to learn? I, I mean, not by losing weight. Well, yeah. but <laughs> as in like all the times that things don't work out, save you from making a bigger mistake next time. Like, no, we made like,
1: those really, really big mistakes. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Those, you know, two. I those. They help me now <laughs> yeah. and now it helps. But back then there were a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah. So many. Yeah. And people it's don't realise and tears. I was, I, yeah, in the fetal position so many times in the bathroom <laughs> rocking myself and being like, how are we going to get out of this? I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell you. But I always say Zachary was like my training wheels. Yeah. So I ended up through that process making the ultimate mistake Because I got a business partner Mm. and I won't delve into that too deeply, but don't get a business partner. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Short answer. (laughs) Just don't.
0: Um,
1: Yes. So that was horrible. Essentially I was removed and then the business went into administration before I was officially removed. (gasps) So I went through that whole process as well, lost all my money, I spent five months just having a nervous breakdown, and Everything you know, you'd built. hopping between calls from accountants to lawyers to you know, it was just in my bathrobe having a breakdown. Yeah, dealing with that. So that was the sort of closing chapter of Zachary, and then I was like, okay, well. I've noticed another gap in the market.
0: I love this. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the pho- the
1: phoenix coming yeah, from the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Can I just say, I one of my friends had this friend out with us once, and he was like telling me he was psychic, and I was like, oh, okay, George. Yeah, sure. cute, like, cute cool, for you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then he was like, no, no, I am. He's like, you you want to start a brand? And I was like, <gasps> this was before Zachary, right? So. Oh. Yeah, right? He was like, it's going to be massive, I'm telling you, right? Crazy, right? Yeah. And then I saw him sort of as we were creeping towards the end of that cycle and he's like, you're going to lose everything. And oh, I was thanks, like, mate. This was out, by the way, so I really tried to enjoy my night after that, but I did not. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and he was like, but you are – I keep seeing the phoenix. You are like the phoenix. (gasps) Yeah, so it's it's That gives me goosebumps. Yeah, right? He was like, you will rise from the ashes and it's going to be bigger and better. And I was like, I'm losing everything. Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) But that is like – this is – I love that you said Zachary's your training wheels because I think even when chapters come to an end, they happen for a reason. Well,
1: yeah, and I think the thing is people go through stuff and they're like, poor me, why me? And it's just so not the right way to look at things because you just get into this cycle of depression. For me, I I looked at it and I went, what role did I play in this? Down to the business partner. (laughs) (laughs) He who shall shall not not be named. named. (laughs) Um, You know, why was I at that point in my life where I felt the need to bring someone like that on or, you know, what energy was I putting out to attract someone like that yeah and i take full responsibility for every part of that and that gave me peace in that process rather than blaming and so i really during that nervous breakdown <laughs> period um it was really introspective you went back to your I went in- back to my roots oh, back to your roots, and i journaled girl. i actually
0: did journal That is so interesting that you went back to that. Because I
1: was like, okay, well, clearly we have some character flaws that we need to smooth out here. You Um, are
0: so reflective.
1: Yeah, I really am. I love that. It's also a blessing and a curse. Yes, yes, agree. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yes, so that's what I did. I was like, okay, why? And I was reading this book at the time. And I recommend this book so highly to anyone who's going through a really yes, hard time. Bill. I'm like, I need the name of it this was, book. It was called How to Heal Yourself When No One Else Can. Yes. And there is this exercise. It was like, I always refer back to this because it was like the most profound, like it was a really profound moment in my life. Where it asks you to list what is preventing you from living your truest, deepest light. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was dark. So I was like, you know, I was writing it all out. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. One of them was I am so mean to myself internally that if it was anyone else, it would be considered abuse. Oh my God. And it's true. And I actually broke down crying when I did it because I was like, I am, I am so hard on myself and mean to myself, yeah, mean to myself because I don't give myself a break, like, cut me some slack, you yeah. know, <laughs> come on. Stop being a shit bloke. I know, to yourself. I really was. Um, And that's when I learned, you know what? No, I'm not doing this to myself anymore. I'm loving myself. I'm nurturing myself. I'm supporting myself through my failures and I'm accepting me flaws and all. Oh my God. Because I'm not going into this next chapter like this. That, that being is- said, I still do at times. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but I really tried to be a well-rounded kind of, Become a well-rounded.
0: You are so well-adjusted. That is insane, (laughs) and that is so powerful. Just that it just gives me goosebumps that you had the choice of how you were going to approach a really shit situation. Well, it's funny because,
1: yeah, everything really shifted from the day that I wrote that. It was like I put it out into the universe, and it was really hard seeing it in black and white in front of me, but. Things just started to fall into place after that. I think accountability, personal accountability Absolutely. for anything you want to do in life is so important.
0: So true. And and the idea that you can't control what happens to you, the situation was shit, but you can control your approach to yeah. that.
1: Why did it come into your life? You know, what can you do better? How do you need to change or evolve or, you know, what is it?
0: Totally. And I love the quote for that, which is that not all storms come to disrupt your life, some come to clear a path. Correct. Because this one obviously fucked up, your, you know, everything yeah. you had going, but to clear a path for what
1: came yeah. next. And you know what? It's interesting. Yeah. Because I never thought that I – so I put all my self-worth into Zachary and I thought Zachary was the most amazing thing because I totally wrapped up my self-worth into that. Yeah. Right? And I didn't believe that – i personally was anything great i was like oh no no no, people don't care about me they don't want to see me they they want zachary you know and at the time i had a partner and he was like no you need to put yourself out there people want to see you they want to connect with you And i was like no they don't he was like yeah we're going to start taking photos of you and i was like dude no one wants to see me in anything trust me people even think i'm a tryhard taking photos of myself try like, what am, you know like no we, we, we can't do that and he was like get up you got no choice you got no money you got nothing you've got to sell your product you've got to connect with people and i had done some research at the time and i was looking at like brand you know social media pages and pages of influencers. And, like, they would have the same amount of followers or the brands might have more. But the influencer pages had so much more interaction. So, I was like. Another guy. Yeah. I will make the brand me. And then Effie Katz was born. Effie Katz was born. And I also
0: love that because I think you are not only exactly your target market in terms of how knowing what to create, but also – you wearing your stuff, yeah. especially just before it launches, it is the cleverest marketing strategy. We see you wearing stuff yeah. like just before it's live and everyone's like, where'd you get that from? What is it? And you're yeah, like, yeah. well, I made it. It's me." And then like a week <laughs> later, you're yeah. like,
1: oh, here's the link. It's so clever. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to cut that that timeline down now so that when I wear something it's available straight away. That that's the next um, But stage it's better. kind of cool.
0: It's <laughs> yeah, kind of like yeah. a scarcity model that it's like ooh
1: yeah. coming soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, my other passion really is like styling looks, like creating a piece but bringing the whole thing together. Hair, makeup, accessories, I know. I'm like, James, I need this new bag because yeah. it just
0: completes this look. Like,
1: it is important
0: for my uh, mental health. I must
1: have <laughs> this new Balenciaga bag. You don't understand. It elevates everything. <laughs>
0: because I saved money on yeah. my RSEA sunglasses, you see. Exactly. Equals yeah, see
1: that? yeah, balance <laughs> in the budget. <laughs>
0: And now, a quick break for a little reboot or rebooch thanks to our partner in Ye. I'm a big time booch lover, and Lobro's kombucha aren't just serving up delicious, vibrant flavours, they're also all about turning negatives into positives with their Doing Good cycle. The Doing Good cycle starts with the best natural and organic ingredients and Lobro's unique fermentation process that transforms sugar into living goodness, creating drinks that are super tasty and a lot better for you compared to usual sugary drinks and juice. The The range is refreshing and full of beneficial living cultures. I'm a sucker for their lemon lime bitters or passion fruit flavors. So next time you need to quench that thirst, do your gut a favor and grab a bottle of Low Bros today. Your gut will be yaying all day. But it's really interesting that you said it took a really long time because this is what a lot of founders struggle with: is putting Their face to the brand. It's really a lot more comfortable to sit behind and let your product or your service speak for itself, which is amazing. And you want the business to be able to run without you. But making a choice to put yourself forward because that people buy into you. They do. As a consumer, I buy into the person more than I do the brand. And if you moved and started something else, I'd go with you, not the clothes. it's,
1: It's the why. I mean, I watched this, I think it was a TED talk, and it was like, your why is so important like you know you've got apple you got samsung you got you know and everyone's buying apple why cuz it's it's the why it's the mm. it's they're selling a lifestyle they're selling you you know this whole package mm. around this product and you, you want to be a part of it you know it's so true and mm. i think like the heights you have
0: taken the brand to by putting yourself as part of it mm. and making it like you're the embodiment of it but it also you represent your own brand so well and you wear it on you know you wear it to events and stuff that's what gives you that extra thing that's what makes it so different Mm. it means no one can replicate what you're doing because they can't replicate you well yeah
1: exactly I mean genius right because I I was (laughs) no choice (laughs) but that whole thing about
0: like Zachary being your whole identity I think that's something all of us identify with Mm. that a chapter of your life becomes who you are and then you don't know how to Being a new person.
1: Yeah. And that's why I totally broke down was because all my self worth was not with me. It was in this brand. Mm. And that's actually not healthy. And every time I've been sort of let down, it's because I've attached my self worth to a a certain situation or an outcome or something. You know what I mean? And it's like, and having this expectation around it. That's how you get let down.
0: Not sustainable, It's not sustainable. Those things will like chapters are meant to finish. They're meant to evolve, totally. and then and you won't know how to rebuild yourself. So when you did sort of, I mean, one of the other quotes that I really love is that the comeback is always stronger than the setback, which it obviously has been in your and case. And I didn't
1: think that. I was like, it's funny because there's this duality in me where there's this part of me that's like, yes, I can do anything if I put my mind to something, I will achieve it. And then there's the other part that's like, you suck. You're an imposter. <laughs> Everyone's gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, it's, it's awesome.
0: It's so true. <laughs> Do you know what? I think almost everyone who's doing anything that's a little bit different or that does yeah. require some sort of confidence also yeah. is plagued by this other Completely. side of their personality. And it's like
1: everyone's going to figure out how much you suck. Yes. I mean no one's going to want to buy your stuff or It'll be friends end. with you. No one will, you know. Oh, my gosh. I know, it's right? It's so
0: common. It is yeah. so unbelievably common and that's why we talk about it so much on the show because mm. I, I think it's easy to forget anyone has it because the us that we project – often isn't the us that's plagued by anxiety and self-doubt. Totally. It's the us that's feeling good that day or that minute. I
1: want to get to the point where I can express that part of myself on my social media. I'll get there. I'm a work in progress. Even the fact (laughs) that you talk about it (laughs) here. Yeah, Yeah, that is already
0: a huge step because it's hard to even say that you experience those feelings.
1: Yeah, and I feel like in my experience the more vulnerable I make myself, I guess, to people outside my really tight circle, then – people come for you. And I'm just like, no, I'm just, I can't.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard. But I also think the more you do it and the more you set up the expectation that that's what you'll be talking about, then the louder voices become the ones who are like, you changed my life because you reminded me that I'm human. Those are the ones you do it for. Do you know, I
1: started doing that. I, I was talking about my anxiety. I was like, you know, This is my vulnerability, but I'm, like, taking charge of it and I'm going to use it for good. Mm. And I remember this message from a girl who thought she was sending it to her friend. (gasps) Oh, my God. No. (laughs) And she was like, boo, freaking (gasps) who. No. Mm. See, but that's, like, the smallest minority. No, But I'm sure that's what all your brain can remember. Well, you know, it's funny because I replied and I was like, well, actually, people have... Respond and I sent screenshots. I was like, Look, people have responded to me saying how meaningful this is to them because I actually knew the girl really yeah. well. So, yeah, I know yeah. acquaintanceship acquaintance. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she was like, Yeah, look, I guess it's just you know, you have so many positive things going on in your life. I just don't understand why you can't focus on those instead. Oh my so gosh, I was like, mm-hmm. that
0: is so. Difficult. I think that's a huge yeah. combination of A, tall poppy syndrome, but mm. B, the idea like everything is relative.
1: Everything is relative. And I think I think it is important to to share both. I guess for me it's working out how to share both in a way that's constructive. Mm. And that doesn't know. invite that kind of, yeah. You know, you being don't... the introspective gal that I am, I was like, well, maybe I'm not expressing it in a positive way. Maybe I could do it better. And then it was just like, oh, too hard. Okay, I'm just not yeah, going to do just that. Gonna, yeah, I'm just not going to do that right now. <laughs> but it's so interesting that your brain thought
0: those thoughts, like maybe I should stop this altogether because yeah. of one person, when I'm sure the amount of positive messages you got as a ratio to the one negative one that seemed Isn't the it loudest. is funny? It's always that
1: one. Phrase. Isn't it?
0: It was probably one in hundreds. And that's the thing about self-doubt and imposter syndrome is that it speaks so much louder than all your other thoughts about yourself.
1: Yeah, I think the thing was it was like, okay, well – I will focus on all the good things in my life and I'm just going to hone in on that. So how do you, you know,
0: when you were starting basically from scratch Mm. and, again, like now when you say Effie Cats, most people in Australia are like, yeah, we know the amazing, amazing label, the amazing woman, but, you know, at the beginning, you hadn't used your name that often. It wasn't no. associated with you. Zachary was stood on its own. Mm. You were starting from the
1: beginning. Actually, my business partner said to me, we need to take By Effie Cats' off the bio. And oh. I was like, why? And he's like, because it's an ethnic name and <gasps> you will alienate our Australian customer base." Oh, my God. Eat your words. <laughs>
0: Wow. So, yeah,
1: that was my way of reclaiming my power back as well because I was I like, love no, actually, it. we are going to make a brand around my ethnic name. And people are going to eat that up.
0: Uh-huh. But at the beginning when you, you know, probably did have a lot of those thoughts coming back in, you know, mm. when you launch something, you don't know that it's cool until it's. Until it's cool. But, totally. But you have to do all the work. You do. In the meantime being yeah. like, are people going to like it? Aren't they? Like how did you get past the self-doubt oh. to actually start?
1: Oh, never choice. I was broke. <laughs> yeah, I no choice. Sometimes that's good to not have a, a plan B. And again, one of my friends was like, why don't you just go get a job? And I was like, she was like, you, you don't need to be a rock star all the time. And I was wow, like. Wow, that's interesting advice. It's not about being a rock star. It's about living out my my dream and my passion. And you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with working for someone else. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Nothing at all, but for me, I'm a terrible employee. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been an employee? Where where did you work? I actually worked at Q for years. Now I was great for Q. Stop it.
0: <laughs> I can't even imagine you in retail, but, but like no, except I, your I worked, own retail, obviously. I, I actually
1: worked for another boutique. where I did learn a lot. I won't say where. But my boss was very set in her ways. Okay. She didn't like taking on a lot of, I guess. Like ideas, ideas and, yeah. And, you know, we had some tense conversations around like just things that weren't right and I was like, oh, no. I don't like being. Yeah, like you need to no, do my own no, thing. No, no, I, I need to be my own boss No, <laughs> no, no one's going to talk to me like this. Mm-mm-mm. But that's awesome
0: because no, you also need to know yourself totally. and what kind of structure and suits I took you. that on
1: as well, and I was like, I will never be a boss like that. Yes, so I've carried that on into my.
0: Yeah. My business.
1: Yeah. My business. business. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll I'll never be a boss like that. I will never, ever talk to people like that. So that came in handy too.
0: And that comes back to your empathy thing as well that, I think you you do approach everything that you do with a very human focused, and even the way that you like I've seen you watch people put your clothes on, including myself, mm. and go from oh like i um, you know putting on a dress to just feeling confident, yeah. And how you get so satisfied, I like do watching you get so excited when you know <laughs> someone feels a million dollars in something you
1: created, yeah. Like that, it it's, shows it's in your best face. Feeling. It's the Best. yeah I literally live for that feeling that's why if something's not quite right I'm like yeah okay <laughs> I can't, I, uh, I can't <laughs> do it <laughs> yeah literally
0: <laughs> so that was 2013 is that when every cats so, Katz-
1: no Zachary I started in 2013 in- so, oh sorry Zachary sorry and then 2017 ended- was the end of that yeah well f- finally in 2018 March and then I started up April oh my gosh yeah but I had my breakdown. things
0: in yeah <laughs> yeah okay in, the yeah, intervening yeah, there, there breakdown the, the five
1: five months of nothingness I had to clear it yeah because I'm one of those if I'm going through something I'm like you're in it I'm in it yeah yeah and I feel things very deeply which again yeah, is a blessing and a curse but it was just like so many feels So all like all there's all a the lot feels. of feelings in this body I, I couldn't do anything else but the minute it was done I was like let's go yeah like yeah. Oh, my
0: gosh. And so how big is the team now? You know, what's your day-to-day? And also, like, what is the proudest achievement in everything since then
1: that you've done? So if we're going to pin it down to something that I've done, mm-hmm. it would be definitely our Priceline show. <gasps> so that was so special. Amazing. That was for those who don't know, that was the Festival of You and it was about embracing, you know, different shapes, ages, ethnicities, you know, and we had the most incredible lineup of women and everyone got their own custom cat suit. Yeah. Oh my god. And
0: gosh.
1: it was just so so special because everything was, you know, made for each of you and everyone was just I don't know. It was like there was an energy in the air, right? It was like that was seeing yeah.
0: everyone feel a million dollars, yeah, in totally themselves, different bodies, feel themselves, yeah. And that that
1: was that was amazing for me because that is my vision. That is what I wanted, right? So yeah. with that niche in the market that I identified was suits. Mm-hmm. Suits were starting to become a really big thing overseas, yeah. And I was like, okay, we got Gucci, we got you know, everyone's <laughs> like colored suits. Okay, cool. No one was doing it. Um, No one was making it accessible. Retailers, I think, were being really conservative. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, do I make pink or do I make black? I'm going to sell more black. I'm going to make black, you know. So it just, they just went around. Yeah. And um, that's what we did. But the other, I guess, the proudest thing for me would be that I got myself out of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're the phoenix. It was dark. Yeah. yeah it was it was really dark and i i honestly was like that's it i'm done forever where's <laughs> my billionaire to and marry I and will, i'll never work again i will not be able to cope with this mentally so i don't know what the hell we're gonna do but this, this is it yeah um so yeah I, I think you should be
0: extremely proud. And I think you're an amazing, amazing example of the fact that you can start again. People can start can. again and often. Or just
1: start. Yeah, yeah, for the first time. I had nothing, yeah. really. I had nothing. You know, my social media pages were taken. So you I started from
0: literal I, scratch. Yeah.
1: I had like 6,000 followers. Yeah. And I started with that. And I started at a time where Instagram was already so saturated. Yeah. You know, so I'm on, you know, it's grown so much from from there, from that 6,000. So it's possible. Absolutely. You just got to have a really strong why. Yeah. A really strong why. Yeah. Because people just gravitate to that, you know. You become, totally, it's like magnetic.
0: Totally. And I just, I think it's just so amazing to see that you chose not to let one like hugely dark period mm. define the rest of your journey. Like, oh, I'll never go into fashion again or I'll never, you know. Yeah. You, you, you've used all of those lessons for the better in this chapter and gone on to like
1: smash it. I think like for me I have this process of like I'll have a complete meltdown emotionally, mentally, everything, and then I'll just be like, ready right done okay. it's go time now <laughs> yeah, I love we're this. done with that <laughs> you know <laughs> i love that and you also honor your process everyone has a weird yeah.
0: process around yeah. difficult times but and, and I-, I
1: have that in small ways now like yeah. something will happen i'll have a complete meltdown and i'm a mess for two weeks and james is like you're stronger than this and i'm like i know i am this is my process <laughs> Just give me a minute. <laughs> let me wallow <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly the same yeah. and then i come out i'm like see
0: yeah, yeah, ready, I'm done. Out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> we had this comment, guys, literally a couple of days ago. We cancelled this episode because both of us were just like, yeah. can't do it today. Yeah, yeah. It's I, not my day. I, I did I it's just had day. so
1: much anxiety. I I was like, I can't I can't speak.
0: Yeah, so, and you were like, know. I'm so sorry, I'm cancelling. Yeah. I'm like, babe. Frickin' love it when people cancel I never it's canceled. my favorite.
1: Yeah. I love it. I't did like, want to let you down honey I was, I was so like, excited. I'm a wreck today. I'm sorry. my anxiety is like <gasps> I was still in bed and I do have those days. and I think that's another important message is like it's so okay to let yourself go through that and be kind Absolutely. to yourself. you know Absolutely. I told you I was at home. At my mum's house, yeah. and I, she was like, "No, you will not let this girl down. You will do this." And I was like, "Such a lawyer!" I can't, mum.
0: Oh, I was like, of all the people, you're saying this to. <laughs> I love a cancel. I love a cancel. I just had this whole afternoon for me to be a ball, and you know, in the fetal position as a mess. It yeah. was great,
1: but and that's what I, because I had this tough. You know, mum was always like, "Yeah, are you really that sick though?" Yeah, you're not that those. sick. You know what I mean? Love that. So it's it's also learning, like, no, no today I'm prioritizing my mental health. I actually can't do this. Yeah. So I really, really can't. And, you know, we reschedule. Life goes on. easy. Absolutely. And then
0: you're happier with the final product anyway. Totally, because it wouldn't have been like this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on today. (laughs) So if you had to say like pick one huge goal or achievement, like assuming you could – make anything happen, you could dress anybody for any event or create anything for anything with Effie Cats or Bass, what would it be? Assuming that I'm going to have you back on in like five years and you're going to be like, tick, I did it.
1: <laughs> oh, are you, you know, a big
0: goal setter like that or are you more like day to no, day?
1: See, I think the thing is it's not so much dressing people because I did do that early days yeah, and it's as easy as just hiring the right PR in America that has the right connections. So I don't, I just don't view that as a goal anymore because I know that will come. For us it's like, okay, until we're ready to have, you know, for Effie Cats, we're majority locally produced, the suits are made overseas. So we gotta get our ducks in a row before scale. we go into that and start seeding out product to, you know, like we had Kylie Jenner wear our oh, stuff back in the day. So All that. Amazing. That's achievable. It's just having the back end ready to go to support it because I don't want to have that same mistake. What I make with Effie Cats is actually it's not the easiest product to produce with the the stretch. And now that we're heading back into overseas territory, Mm -hmm. I'm actually loving nurturing the process and not going insanely quick that it's overwhelming do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yes. Oh, my um, gosh. We try and go way too fast but with I, everything.
1: Yeah, right? I have these goals for both businesses. I know where I sort of – where I want them to be. They're nowhere near where I want them to be. <laughs> but that's exciting. <laughs> they're doing me. great but they're that's nowhere near. But it's giving me that mental – challenge to push myself you know it's like financial targets or you know do i want to be stocked here or like you know what i mean um Mm. it's hitting a percentage of sales in the u.s and it's like yes like we're we're starting to dominate the stuff like that yeah that which is funny because when i had zachary it was all about like i want this and this and this person and that's going to be the mark of my success and i just Mm. don't see it that way anymore it's like it's dollars in the bank now yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, which and is the a, rest will come, and I don't care because I've done it before; I'll do it again. It's so
0: interesting how much your relationship to success and how you define that Change.
1: changes over time completely. So yeah. interesting because I think when you go from having money, yeah, to having none, yeah, you're like, oh God, having money was good. Yeah, and sa- it's safety yeah. and right? Well, and- y- you know, and it's like. I took that for granted. I yeah. was like, "Yeah, we're making all this cash, whatever." You know, yeah. I want Kylie Jenner. Yeah, and it's like, no, no, you need to because have because the there sustainable. are <laughs> retailers that are struggling so much, and you you don't realize how important it is to be thriving financially I know that sounds silly but like no it's a basic first of business round I just didn't it was a given because yeah. it was like handed not handed to me and I worked for it but because the brand there was such a niche and it, people took to it so yeah. quickly I just took that for granted yeah so now it's yeah yeah and that's why that,
0: that is so important there's yeah. one part of business that's ideas creativity but like yeah. the backbones of the business also need to totally stand up but I think the other thing with the whole metrics of success is also the idea of measuring your life not only by success and not only by yeah, by work. That's the other thing. Which for a perfectionist like yourself who mm. loves your work and is so incredibly good at it and it is such a big part of your identity mm. I can imagine it's very difficult to have any kind of boundaries and and time for what we call on the show play to yay, which is everything that's just What's for that? joy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I know you are now engaged to mm-hmm. your beautiful yes. fiance. Are you going to make your own dress? Is that our wedding plans? Kind of oh, in the play? God, no. You're not going <laughs> to. I don't
1: make wedding dresses. I think that it's a completely different process. I know it's clothes, but it is you know couture is like.
0: A whole nother ball game. It's
1: art. It's, it's art. a completely different process and that's just what not what I'm trained in. Yeah. I, I, you wouldn't um, want to? I, no. And nor would I ever want yeah. to delve into that. It's yeah. also not what I'm personally passionate about, but I appreciate that process so much. And I think if I tried to make my wedding dress, I would be doing a disservice to that art form because it would be like me trying to do, you know, something that I've never studied. I don't know it at all it's a completely different process and um obviously we'll do our bridesmaids dresses and i'm kind of getting ideas ideas (gasps) now, but yeah my wedding dress (laughs) how's the planning coming along (laughs) it's not yeah Um, it's not coming coming at at all all. okay when what is the furthest date we can book this for um Yeah, so we have booked for November next year. Oh, my oh. gosh, so you have yeah. booked. Yeah. 11-11. <gasps> oh, She so was like, 11-11 is I was like, I'll take it. It's I sign. need I need that yeah. number.
0: eleven eleven. 11-11. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> How exciting. Yeah. And so in your, you know, incredibly busy day-to-day life, what do you guys do just for fun? Is there anything that you do that's like not productive or achiev'y that's just for joy?
1: So James and I both have such... Intense, like busy jobs. Our favorite thing is like nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's my favorite thing. That's nothing. my favorite
0: activity. Yeah. My favorite play yeah. is nothing. So we <laughs> have just we just bought a
1: house. So we've recently moved the into Melbourne. Yeah. <gasps> no, we're not. We're not even doing that. <laughs> like plans and permits are. I don't even think we've submitted them. We're going to really soon and then we're going to start, but we're just so enjoying. Like we have this process where we'll get up in the morning, make <sighs> breakfast, we'll tidy up the house. I, in essence, we're still doing something. But you're pottering. You're just pottering each other's company. Then we go for a walk. We go to our organic grocer, buy our veggies, go to our butcher, get our meat, do all of that. Yeah. And we have this like little nook in the couch. Right now we're watching Stranger Things, <laughs> and we just like nestle in with our heater that's right next to it. It's the best. A blanket. It's the simple thing. Oh my gods! Yeah, and that's it. I love that. I love doing that. I love doing nothing. I think we went through this period of like events, this, that, mm. everything, like so. Mm. And now winter, that tends to really slow down. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> great for the like
0: extroverted introverts. Yes,
1: <laughs> but I'm like once I'm mentally you know, gear myself up, you know, for something. I'm yeah. like, okay, winter, yeah. nothing. Yeah, nothing. So I'm so ready for Nothing over the next couple of months. We call it hyper-yating on the show. Hyper-yating. You've got to get your yay back. That's what we're
0: doing. You've got to get your yay back somehow. And if you do have really intense jobs, then the playtime needs Mm -hmm. to be
1: like, chill as fuck. Like my friends will try to make plans like, should we do brunch on Sunday? I'm like, that's James Day. (laughs) That's so cute. That's James Day. Oh, (laughs) my God. I love that so much.
0: (laughs) We're the same. We have like weekends are like Yeah. Like if we have something, it has to be Saturday because yeah. Sunday's like the yeah, yeah, yeah. no appointments no. at all. Because
1: James would be like, You made plans? On, on James, James Day. On, on James Day? <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> <I> love. <laughs> like that it's so just well. no, I just wouldn't do it. Like, I wouldn't yeah. dare. <laughs> but you have to have a day like that where no, it's yeah. allocated for yeah. for like just nothing.
1: Yeah. I love that. And I love that. Yeah. Do you get I'm guilty? guilty? Oh, no. If I do nothing on a Saturday, I'm like, oh, you are taking it really fast and stuff. Like, <laughs> but Sunday's fine. Yeah, but Sunday's fine. Yeah, I'm the same. Mm. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that about? I don't know. It's like my mind's like Sunday is our day of rest. Yeah, a day of we rest. Must rest. Yes, mm-hmm. of the faith. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second last question. Three interesting things about you that don't normally come up in conversation,
1: mm. like middle names, weird habits. Oh, I have the worst middle name. Yeah. You have in a middle fact- name? No, this is really funny, actually. So. I do have a middle name. It's hideous. Thanks, Mum, for calling me Effie. What
0: is it? Voldemort. Um, Voldemort. Well,
1: we have recently named, so when I'm in a really foul mood, that (laughs) part of me has a a name. A persona. Mm. Is it your middle name?
0: Is that the persona? Mm -hmm. Stop it. What's her name? Patrice. Oh, (laughs) my God. I was going to say Patricia. I was going to say Patricia. So James will be like, can Patrice fuck off? (laughs) So, Ange, you know little Anne, who's always with me, her yeah. drunk persona is Patricia because oh, Patricia's yeah. just an asshole. Yeah, Patrice is the same. It wasn't me, it was Patrice. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God,
1: Patrice yeah. would not have picked that you for know you. know what's so funny? Like James and I had, we'd had a really big fight one day and I was completely in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it was once all I'd my come, fault. <laughs> come out of my rage blackout, he'd fallen asleep on the couch and I walked past him and I looked at him and I was like, I really should just go up to him and hug him and apologise. And Patrice was like, "No, we've taken this so far. We need to go all the way. He must come to us. Yeah, us.
0: (laughs) He will come to us." Actually, Patrice was a real bitch when you got engaged, wasn't she?
1: Patrice was she was out on the town. She was. I was like, you still I want to marry me. Tell me that sure story. You're like, I was a bitch. Well, I don't want people to think I'm horrible. <laughs> no, Patrice is horrible. <gasps> Patrice is horrible. It's not me. I love
0: Patrice. Um, I love that she's just, you know, she sits there. just kind of in and out, you know. So,
1: okay. So <laughs> our housemate at the time was like, she's she was working at Vogue and she was like, oh, we've got an industry event and because it was around, I think, Sydney wasn't allowed to come to us. Our borders that's were right. closed. Yeah. She was like, Because of the recent border closure, mm. there are a lot of empty seats. Mm. So it's not really uh because oh, I was like, Oh, well, who would be there? And she was like, No, no, no. It's not like that. It's an you know, kind of more of a you know, in the office okay. kind of corporate corporate corporate. That's the word. Yeah,
0: corporate. Mm. In the office mm-hmm.
1: thing. <laughs> and um, so you wouldn't really know anyone, but we need to fill seats. you like, Oh, you were seat filler invites. I was like, okay. She was like, could you? Because, yeah. Oh, you know. wow. So you were already shitty. I was like, <laughs> well, look, it's Vogue. So I was like, hey, there's worse places to be, right? Absolutely. Especially
0: after you used to chop up your yeah. little Vogue magazines.
1: Exactly right. I was like, I am coming to the motherland. The full circle. Yeah, so she's yeah. coming the home. The epicenter. The, of- the <laughs> epicenter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> i'm such a drunk yep the epicenter anyway the epicenter of all my dreams so naturally i was like okay well i must get hair and makeup done then of course and my friend had contacted me and it would all makes sense now because i i said to james if you ever propose to me make sure i get my nails done
0: so someone organized for the, the yeah. nails to be done
1: and make sure there's content so everything makes sense now right So my friend contacted me and she was like, yeah, I need to get them done early though so we'd have to do it early and then it just happened to work out with my hair and makeup and everything for this event. what a coincidence. And then James was like, oh, told me that his friend who, his best friend who I hadn't met was in town, was meant to be in town for us to all go to the NGV. And then he was like, oh, so Lee's not, he couldn't make it, but we'll still go. And I was like, oh, great, Lee's not here, let's not go. Oh, no. And only because (laughs) I was getting my makeup done and I didn't want to wear a mask. And you had the event. Yep, yep. Had the event. I was like, I need to look immaculate. We're going to this Vogue event. (laughs) This Vogue.
0: This fake Um, Vogue event (laughs) that doesn't exist. (laughs)
1: Um, So he was like, no, well, I paid for the tickets and I was like, oh, Come on, James, how much were they? Like 40 bucks for God's yeah. sakes. I'll pay you for them. <laughs> my makeup is so much more expensive. So much more important. <laughs> um, yes. So oh, shitty. I didn't want to be there. Only for that reason. So I was like holding my mask out, yeah. I've had my you know, my contour. Like, yeah, everything yeah, I know, babe. I you know? know, and my nose contour, like I don't no, want that no, off, you know? No. I mean, does he not understand? Can he not propose in some other I, way? I, I know. Was it, <laughs> yeah, but we met at the NGV, so that's where the poor guy wanted to propose. Oh my god. I am an asshole. You are an art you are Patrice
0: Patrice, Patrice was an on fire that day. Yeah,
1: not me. It was Patrice. Yeah, blame it on her. So I was like stomping around and and then he's like, "We'll get a glass of water, you can just Water and just take constant sips so you don't have to have the mask. So we get the water and then we go to the exhibition, and they're like, Sorry, no water in here. And I was like,
0: Oh my god, (laughs) so mad,
1: (laughs) anyway. And then we're, you know, walking through the exhibition. I'm holding the mask and, you know, security is out. I'm just like, like <laughs> hating like so lies. much pressure right now. I just don't want to wreck my makeup for God's sakes. I, oh. I don't have COVID right now. So
0: you're being really pleasant, really pleasant. I
1: was not being pleasant. It was, <laughs> it was Patrice. Yeah. So we like zipped through it because I was like, Jane, I'm just- I don't care about and that. And He's like, like, I just want you to be happy. And I'm like, I oh, am no. happy. I just don't want to be here. Can we <laughs> please just go? Please. I just want to go. I'll be happy as soon as we leave. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, this is really not going how I thought it would go. And everything was on a time schedule. Yeah, of course. Right? So he's trying to stall me. Yeah. And I was just, like, not having a bar. Oh, my God, he's stalling you because the photographer oh. was setting up. So Eugene, who we work with, was setting up. Poor Eugene. Probably getting texts like, hurry up. Mm-mm, literally, right? And I, in my mind, Patrice was like, fuck, we've pushed this so far today. Why has he not told us to fuck off? And like, <laughs> why oh, are we I, not I divorced know. before we even he, engaged? Why is he putting up with you? Because usually he would be like, you know what? Oh, because he was like, "We need to smooth this over." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he couldn't yell at me before he proposed to me, right? (laughs) No. So I was like, "Why is he taking all this?" I don't know. But then (laughs) we get to the end of the exhibition. So fast. <laughs> and he was like, why don't we just walk back through? And I was like, no. no. The exit's <laughs> right there. Why would we why would we walk back through? Are you trying to kill me today? Have <laughs> <laughs> I not been clear <laughs> enough? James! I think it's better. So we exit the exhibition. We're back into the main sort of <laughs>
0: Yeah. The water wall, the, foyer, the fountain thing. Yeah,
1: near there, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And James was like, oh, look, there's Eugene. And I love Eugene, but I was like, I just want to get oh out of here. you're like, go away, Eugene. <laughs> I love you, but can we talk outside? Can you come with us? Can just- walk and talk, walk and talk. Walk and talk, walk and talk. <laughs> so I was like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing now? And he was like, oh, you know, just working for NGV. You know, it's a Sunday, but... Um, not a bad gig and I was like no that's great and James was like yeah pretty much and then James was like hey you mind taking a picture of us and I was like (laughs) 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 I was like James easier to work not take photos of me today (laughs) yeah that's not just let the guy work and Eugene was like no no I don't mind and James was like why don't you stand over there the spot we met oh my oh and i was like it's so cute and you were being so mean i was like james (gasps) overhead lighting.
0: oh down light down no no because they have have the the glass yes i know and i was like we're not doing a photo there i
1: I feel good today i want to continue feeling good and that's not gonna make me feel good (laughs) i know my lighting i know my angles i'm like no and he was like but you want a photo, right? And I was like, outside. With Natural light, light, right? Front light. You know? Front light, like over- yeah. Yep. Yep, the over thing. The over thing. Yeah. Whatever
0: that's called. Uh, so he didn't bloody get to do it on the spot where you met because you are a bitch. <laughs> you ruined everything. <laughs> It's one of my favorite stories oh, I ever. I ruined the
1: whole thing. And I, you know, obviously presented it really nice. It was really nice. Yeah. And, and they were all facts. I just left them out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he did it outside so, while, while you were getting the photo. <laughs> it's even better.
0: Stop. Oh, this is. Oh, there's more. Yep. I remember now. So
1: <laughs> James does this thing where I'm like freaking out and he'll be like, he'll hold my arms and he'll be like, I love you. Just. You know, Calm it down.
0: In. Yep, yep. Come you on. are not the epicenter of everything. Right? yeah.
1: News flash. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yep. So he's doing that and mm-hmm. he's like, F, I love you. And I was like, I know, but are right there. And I'm trying to like smile and not let on that we're
0: like. <laughs> having a fight. You no, know, having a fight. But, you yeah, know, yeah, I'm yeah. being a nightmare and like yeah. I just didn't
1: want to get into it. all. Like, I was like, we can talk about this later. Eugene's right there. Yeah. And he's like, F, I love you. And I was like, I know, and I love you.
0: <laughs> and I love you. Not right now. <laughs> and he was trying to start the speech. <gasps> this poor man. <laughs> I'm surprised he went through with it, babe. I'm surprised.
1: I'm too. Surprised. And all your friends were waiting at the restaurant. Yes. So he's just pulled out the ring and I've gone, <gasps> I'm a C-word.
0: Oh, you got <laughs> a sea bomb I did. Patricia was a a bum,
1: <laughs> And he was like, <laughs> yeah. Is that a yes? <gasps> oh, my God, that was your answer. Yeah, that's the oh best God. thing you said. Yeah.
0: You are all time. What a legend.
1: And I was like, oh, of course, yes. And then oh. I was like, I couldn't even cry because I was just like, what? <laughs>
0: I've been so mean. Also,
1: But I just couldn't even register. Like it was, I it's it's the the was story. not expecting it. It's at the best story. I, I knew it would sort of come, but I just didn't think then. then. Mm. <laughs> oh my gosh, my so favorite I, story! And then I cried like twenty minutes later when everything, like the penny dropped, and I was like, <laughs> oh,
0: was me like, Yeah. Oh my gosh, and it yeah. oh yeah. so beautiful. It was. It you know what? It was. It was us. Oh my God. It's very Yeah, like at least it was us. At least it was accurate. <laughs> it was us. And Patrice, you know, you're a beautiful throuple. Congratulations yes, to the happy throuple. Yes, Amazing. And Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God, that's one of my favorite
1: stories ever. Yeah. If that's not relatable, I don't know. What yeah, no, that should have been the
0: starter. <laughs> but apparently I was,
1: I was talking to some people and they were like, the worse the proposal, the better the marriage. And this is coming oh. from women who have been married like 15, 20 years. So I'm like, good wicket we're going all the way all the way all Mm -hmm. the way gal amazing
0: (laughs) very last question for you Mm -hmm. what is your favorite quote
1: oh oh i know it's a hard one so many saved in my i know
0: (laughs) it's a hard one i always like struggle with this one so i ask everyone else so i don't have to give an answer because it's (laughs) easy this too shall pass
1: (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, it's what immediately came to my mind, but it always does. And now every time something bad's happening, I'm like, this too shall pass. You say it. Always. It Mm. always does. Yeah. It's always going to figure itself out somehow, so just calm your shit. Yeah. And just deal with it. Good one. It's not the end of the world. It's (laughs) not the end of
0: the world. It's going to pass. Everyone needs just that little audio bite on repeat. Mm -hmm. Just Effie, like, no, it's going to. Just yeah. get your shit together. These You'll be two fine. two shall pass.
1: Mind you, you know what immediately came to my head? I don't know why, but Ben Cousins' tattoo. I was like, what is uh, it again? Oh, <laughs> what is this tattoo? Oh.
0: Yeah, on the, is that the stomach one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like kind of profound something but like semi-not that, not profound.
1: And then my brain was like, no, nah, that so, one.
0: <laughs> I one? love that your, like, yes. your favourite quote is Ben Cousins' tummy. Ben- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, if that's not relatable, I don't know what is. I don't know what is. My love, thank you so much for joining. This was absolutely wonderful. Thank You're one you. of my favourite people in the business, and so grateful to have had you on.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: My gosh, I learned so much I didn't know about Effie in this chat. I hope you guys enjoyed as much as I did. I adore how she holds her own in some of the most trailblazing outfits on huge national stages but can be open and vulnerable about many challenges internally to get there. She's one of my very favourite people in the industry and I'm so glad we had her here today. I don't know why it took me so long. Please, as always, shower her with love and gratitude from the neighbourhood and check out her work. As always, take a screenshot, do it right. Right now of the episode and share it, tagging at EvyCats so we can keep growing the neighborhood. Or check out at Base Brand to shop up a storm. Again, links are in the show notes. In the meantime, I hope you are all having a wonderful week and are seizing your yay. I'm so glad you've all been enjoying the Seek mini series so far and learning how to take advantage of the great job boom. We have one more episode to come in that mini series with a couple of normal. Is there anything normal? Normal episodes in between. And And that is coming up soon. I hope you guys are having an amazing week.